Imagine you're driving down the road, dreaming, wondering, where is my life going? Do I have what it takes to be a doctor? Is this what I want to do with my life? I've reached a crossroad. It's time to make a decision. Hello and welcome back to the Crossroads in Medicine podcast. We're proud to announce that this is going to be the start of a new series. It's going to be labeled Surviving a Clinical Rotation. So each episode of this mini-series is just going to go down as if it's going to be Surviving and then the name of the specialty, so Surviving Internal Medicine, Surviving Family Medicine, Surviving Surgery. And today's episode is going to be focused around internal medicine, particularly the inpatient rotations and regarding IM. I'm your host, Ben, and I'm joined today with... Hey, hey guys, it's me, Brandon, again. And Alex, hope everyone's doing well. Great, so let's kick it off. Uh, just an open discussion. What are your guys' most valuable tips for surviving an internal medicine inpatient rotation? All right, so before we even get to the hospital, you know, there's a couple of different steps that you often have to take. You know, some of them are done by your school, some of them are done by yourself, but there's this phrase uh, called onboarding, which is basically just getting yourself set up with a hospital so usually you know you'll contact the clinical coordinator and supply them with your documents so get your id badge all set up and find out where to go and where to park so that's usually you know a good first step to do is find out where you're going where to park that way you're able to get there early because you definitely don't want to be late on your first day so you know you're going to get to the hospital you're usually going to be greeted by either other medical students, residents, or attendings. And on your first day, pretty much you're going to get the lay of the land and find out what's expected of you, what are your responsibilities, and you know what you can take out of this rotation and what you should be learning. So I'm going to hand it off over and go from there. Yes. So um, for like those of you that are not like too familiar with like different medical terminologies, essentially like internal medicine, you're the main hospitalist. You're kind of like the hub of the hospitals, kind of like the primary care for them, where uh, you're going to be dealing with all the different other subspecialties in the management of a patient's care. So uh, different hospitals have uh, different routines. But a typical day for uh, an internal patient rotation is you normally uh, arrive early in the morning for what's called a sign-off. So early in the morning, um, normally, depending on the hospital, some do it at 6 a.m., others earlier or later, depending on the place, is the night, the night shift people sign off on all the patients. So essentially, you run down through a patient list and talk about each of the patients any overnight events and uh, what you need to be on the lookout for uh, throughout the day. And then it shifts over to you and then you'll be kind of like the day people. Um, you'll go see your patients. Um, a lot of times as a medical student after the sign off, they like to, uh, depending on the place, maybe assign you a handful of patients that you're gonna go see and report to certain residents. Um, throughout the day, you might be expected to attend a lecture series called didactics. Um, you may even be asked to uh, present a topic at one of those. And then the big part of your day is what's called uh, rounds. So uh, rounds is uh, with the attending physician, all the residents, all the medical students, and you kind of run through the list of all the patients and uh, discuss anything that needs to be done for them. And uh, throughout the day, you're gonna be doing different procedures, going to see different patients, have a bunch of different tasks, 
and then uh, later on you'll either be a early re release or a late release and then you kind of sign off to the next group so that's kind of like the general flow of a day in internal medicine yeah just to clarify some terminology there's pre-rounds, which are when you go and visit the patients. You would go, you have a list of your patients and you would go room by room and see them by yourself or with the resident. You would gather that information and you would report back and discuss as a team. And then rounds, as Alex mentioned earlier, is with the attending physician, where you also repeat that similar procedure, but you go to each patient's room with the attending and present the patient. So you're really gonna get familiar with these patients. You're gonna present them several times a day. Um, if you're at a, at a hospital that allows you, you, you can go, uh, see the patients, interview them as a medical student, or go with your resident and collect information. And so that's just gonna get you to start building the case and start developing your, your critical thinking skills in medicine and formulating a differential diagnosis uh, and picking up on physical exam findings. And so you're gonna wanna bring a notebook with you on rotation or a folding clipboard, anything that'll allow you to jot down this information so when you present the patient, you'll have that at hand. So what I did was I just took notes throughout the day. I would go see the patients. I would write down um, my, my thoughts on the cases, and that would help me to present the patients uh, to the attending. So that's definitely how you prepare for the flow of the day there. Uh, and then every program is going to have a different time when they do lectures or didactics, where you get to do case presentations, or you get to sit down and have uh, another speaker present to you. And then um, sometimes you have grand rounds where you have like a notable speaker that does a, an important presentation. So that's another special type of uh, didactic can happen and some terminology to be aware for. So the real thing that's going to help you surviving these rotations is when you get there, make sure you figure out the schedule, make sure you figure out the patient load. Um, so the first couple days of the rotation, the first day, you're going to want to figure out your responsibilities in terms of how many patients you're expected to see and then figure out how you're going to get to those patients' rooms. So that was always priority one for me, was figuring out how many patients, like how much of a patient load I'm going to support. Yeah, so um, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about pre-rounding and rounding. It kind of varies between hospitals, but generally, when you start pre-rounding, it's going to be on the earlier side of the morning, and you're usually going to be the first um, provider to see the patient before the resident or the attending. So your goal is gonna to try to get as much information about that patient as possible. And there's a couple different strategies of how to go about this, and you know, it varies per person, but my general strategy was after sign off, I would get the patient list and I would log on to the EMR and I would look up, you know, everything about this patient before I go see them. So we're gonna go look at the previous notes, their vitals, their labs, their imaging. I'm gonna pretty much find out what am I looking for and how can we help them. So you're going to do that for a couple different patients, depending on how many you're assigned. And you're going to go visit the patient. And, you know, you might have to wake them up. And that was one thing that I had to adjust to is waking up patients early in the morning. But it's something that you got to do. And you're going to talk to them and see how they're feeling. Anything happen overnight, generally, depending on your shift. And see if they're complaining of anything, any new symptoms, do your physical exam. Just try to do as much as possible and gather as much information as possible to um, usually for the resident or the attending, depending on who you're, um, you're assigned to. So after you do all that, you're going to move on to the next patient. But usually um, as a medical student, you're not going to have too many patients, which is one of, I think, the luxuries of being a medical student is 
you have that extra time to spend with these patients, something that the residents don't have. And you may think of what you're doing may not be as valuable because you know the residents are going to go see them and then the attendants can go see them, but you're really going to have the opportunity to get as much information and know your patient as best as possible compared to these other providers. So you're definitely a critical part, I think, of the healthcare structure. So you know, use your time wisely, find out everything about the patient, and importantly, learn. Yes, I think uh, one of the first things you're going to kind of want to approach the internal medicine rotation as is, so one of the big things you're going to be doing is a chart review. And depending on the rotation, you could be assigned a certain amount of patients with a limited amount of time to chart review. So it really becomes like a skill that you get faster at. So you're going to want to, as you go, you're going to start learning what is the important information you need to be looking for at the chart. Because you're going to be overwhelmed with labs, vitals, notes from different subspecialties, imaging, medications, and you're going to have to come up with kind of like your own rhythm of like what you look for in the chart and kind of even use like shorthand abbreviations on uh, like writing down like a, a little like maybe like a skeleton note version of like lab values, key medications, and uh, key events uh, you need to do, uh, look out for. So, and then next is like when you actually are going to encounter the patient. Um, kind of like a system that I like to use is uh, before going to see the patient, kind of just uh, talk to the night nurse, ask if there was uh, any overnight events or any immediate things that would need to have your attention. And then once you visit with the night nurse, then you're going to go into the patient room. So a good approach for each of your patients is knowing that your exam starts be like as soon as you enter the room. So you always want to take a look at the surroundings. Was there an NPO sign on the door? Like see, uh, like did the patient eat their food? What is, what is, are they on an IV? What medications are they on? Look at all the stuff around you. Like once you see all that, if they're an ICU patient, you want to take a look at the ventilator settings, you know, take a full examination of the environment, everything the patient's on. Is there a Foley catheter in place? What tubes do they have? All that stuff and then begin assessing your patient. So you've taken all the surroundings in and gotten a good idea and then start asking them the questions. And then from there, you'll find that if you have like a good approach and do like a thorough through history and physical, the patients will really tell you uh, what's wrong with them, you know. You might have an idea of some stuff that might be going on with them from like maybe a chart review, but you yourself can be making your own clinical judgment and getting like new information that you know maybe someone else hadn't picked up on. So really do a full thorough job in talking to the patients. And the next step of all this is to package all that information that you acquired and compact it to, into a nice and neat presentation for your residents or the attending. So you're going to take that information from the chart review, those lab values, the pertinent overnight events, what you found out on the history and physical, and you're going to take that with you to rounds, and that's going to be the information that you present. So all of this is really a goal-directed exercise where you're seeing the patient, you're checking the chart before you go in, and you're doing that to build your case and that's what you're gonna to present to the physicians. You're gonna present your subjective findings, your objective findings, your action and your plan for this patient. Uh, and that's all what all this is leading to. So for every patient you're seeing, you're gonna formulate a presentation ideally for each one that you can actually present on rounds. And I think one important concept that mostly applies to internal medicine, but 
can apply to other specialties as well is when you do anything, either a chart review or physical exam, it's very helpful to do them in the exact same order every single time, especially with a physical exam, because if you're if you do something out of order, you might forget to do something else. So it's very important to stay organized. And whether you're doing a chart review or a physical exam, that's a very key thing. So I like to do the same exact thing when I review the chart. I like to do the same exact order. And you know, and that's going to be helpful too when even presenting because you want to present do a presentation in the same exact order. Of course, you're going to modulate it a little bit for how your attending likes it. But of course, so is objective, object, subjective, objective, action and plan. And you know, one of the things that um, I think attendings and residents are really looking for is that you really try to give an accurate assessment and plan. Like show that you're thinking about clinical management and clinical. You know diagnosis so that's really the main point of being in the clinical years of medicine is you know a taking of what you applied in those first two two years and how to manage patient care so yes i think uh internal medicine is a very big opportunity uh, for you to learn you're going to be exposed to a very like wide variety of diseases so as a medical student this is like a good chance for you to like jump in and kind of see uh like depending on different hospitals you're allowed to do different procedures and stuff like that so kind of you know jump in talk to the residents if they're going to do a procedure ask if you can assist you know or at least or observe or do something you want to be using this as the opportunity to get uh, as many uh, skills and see as many different disease pathologies as you can so uh, let's say uh, you get a patient and then they have like a pathology or a condition you're not super familiar with. Um, this is something you can like go on to up to date or a textbook or AMBOSS or whatever source you use and kind of read up on it. You know, uh, think about like the different differentials and different treatments and everything and, uh, you know, learn about it. And then that way, like when you're in rounds presenting to the attending or a resident, you're like really knowledgeable on the topic and you can get a lot from the rotation. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, going outside your comfort zone is definitely very important because, you know, that's how we grow in life. And as physicians, um, I, I've seen people have the attitude where, oh, I'm not going to do that because I'm, I'm unsure about this procedure. And frankly, I think that's like the worst attitude to have because you're there to learn and you can be supervised. So if the residents ever give you an opportunity to do something, even if it's something you've never done before, you just jump on that. You say, yes, of course, I'll try it. Could you please supervise? Like indicate your, your level of competence with the procedure but then definitely take the chance to perform it because that's such a great learning tool and once you've done procedures yourself a few times under supervision you'll get good at it you'll be able to teach it you'll be able to do it unsupervised even if it comes down to it so it's something that you know that you're going to use in your practice because you won't always have supervision when you end up uh, graduating and you're out in the real world and you're the doctor so take advantage now as a med student where you're always going to be supervised for the day when you're not going to be supervised. That's my logic and how I approach that for sure. And um, what Alex was saying in regards to presenting, I think is another great point and studying the topics. Uh, one thing that I thought would help that I did that helped uh, students that I think would help you stand out as a student is if there's a topic that you're not very well aware of, you could say, oh, this is a weakness in myself, but you can turn that into a strength by simply going and looking up about it and even asking the attending. Uh, some attendings will be willing to let you present on rounds. So you can say, oh, I looked this up, I have a presentation. So you can give a little mini uh, talk on the topic that you were looking up 
and that'll just make you stand out even more because you oh I, I went and I looked up this pathology and I'd like to like present some information like the most recent research about like how do we approach this disease and how do we treat it and so because everyone's everyone's practicing medicine you know everyone's trying to learn even the attending so if you can present and show your knowledge they'll definitely it'll help you stand out amongst your peers yeah those are very good points and listen to reiterate or always say yes to pretty much everything you're there to learn and you want to be a yes man you want to be doing those procedures even if it's not the most you know luxurious thing you're there to learn and the only way you're going to learn it is by doing it and you'll get better and better and then uh, another thing i wanted to touch upon was a cool aspect of internal medicine is you often get to interact with different specialties within the hospital such as pharmacy nutrition you know ophthalmology um, I'm sorry, optometry. So, you know, you get to interact with all these different fields within medicine and help manage the patient care between these different fields. So, you know, you're going to get different perspectives on what's important to them. You know, what does nutrition want? How does that impact our patient care? What does pharmacy want? How does, you know, their patient function going to alter their, you know, medicine treatment plan? So it's just really a nice setting to you know collaborate and uh you know take a different perspective within medicine and you know there's also going to be researchers and maybe they might be interested in this topic maybe they can help maybe they're you know a future candidate so there's a lot of different avenues and different little niche specialties within everything oh yeah and like you can even be dealing like you know with like different case managers social workers like you'll get to see all the different layers of medicine that uh, you might not even be thinking about, like you know, in like the preclinical in the preclinical setting. Yeah, medicine really just goes beyond. It, it's it's crazy because at first you think when when you're early in med school you think oh this is the disease it's on the paper this is this is what I need to treat. But then when you get into clinics your your mind is really just open and you say oh this is a person. I mean you always know that going in, but it really hits home where it's like you have to coordinate social work, you have to coordinate with the family, the logistics, uh, and that's a great experience that you can partake in in, in your hospital rotations because. You have to make sure the patient is well cared for after the hospital too. You have to make sure they're going to go to their follow-up. You have to make sure they can, they're going to do well at home. So that's the extra step beyond just treating them in the hospital that IM really focuses in on. And I think that's great. So planning for the future for your patient and how you approach like holistic patient care. How is this patient going to do even outside the hospital is super important. Yeah. And then, you know, for a lot of y'all, um, you know, this internal medicine might be your first hospital rotation. And there's a lot of like little things within a hospital you, you wouldn't think about, you know, such as how to adjust the patient's bed, you know, like how to, how does the nurse call system work, you know, how does, you know, one specialty get this patient transferred to, let's say, you know, the radiology department. There's just a lot of little things that you don't think about. And, you know, you, you may be, you know, thinking, okay, I'm the medical student, I'm supposed to be X, Y, and Z, but it's always important to help, you know, no matter what it is, you know, whether that's getting the patient's food for them, finding extra blankets, you just want to be a team player and help in any way possible. And that's really what you're there for is, you know, for patient care. So it's more than just the medicine, you know, it's about the humanistic approach to the patient and, you know, like Ben said, being holistic and, you know, just treat them like a person or a family member that you really care about. And that's, that'll get you really far. Yeah. And then uh, internal medicine also has like a lot of like interesting uh, 
like opportunities. So you can have patients there that can be more long term. So there could be patients that you can follow almost every day as a student. Or there can be patients that are just there for like a day or two and you can follow them. So you get to see like these different aspects of care. You can see like long-term patients, short-term patients, and be involved in like their care. Another unique thing as well is like when working like in the hospital, like let's say the patient you were assigned in the morning, um, you don't just like review their chart one time and you're kind of done with that patient for the day. You know, they could have labs coming in later in the day imaging coming in, uh, surgery scheduled. So there's like a lot of different follow-ups that you're gonna be doing on those patients. And like as a student, you can be like updating your the residents you're working with, like, oh, hey, so-and-so's imaging is is in. Uh, like what, let's come up with something now and like continue to talk about. So there's a lot of, you know, like the, the patients like are gonna be there for a while. So there's gonna be dozens, tons of stuff coming in. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great point because I think one of the things people struggle with uh, amongst my peers that I've heard is how do we be useful as a student? When it's like we're there, we're, we're like in this weird in-between where we're observing but we're also doing things and we're not directly like doing our own independent care, we're learning still. And I think one of the best ways is besides chart checking in the morning is just regularly chart check. So the residents are going to be responsible for a greater load of patients that you have. But for your patients that you've been assigned to, just be checking their charts regularly throughout the day. If there's ever a free computer, log on to the EMR and look up and see if there's any new imaging or labs like Alex was talking about and then update the team on that. And if you can, formulate a plan going forward and the residents will really appreciate that. And you can ask for feedback on them as well when you do this and just kind of hone your skills there. So they won't always have the time to check what's the latest update on the patient and that's where you come in as a student. And just for those of you who don't know, EMR, electronic medical records, most hospitals use them. Essentially just a patient chart that has all the information you could ever need. And honestly, it could be quite daunting learning how to use them because it varies a lot between hospitals. But you know, definitely spend some time, you know, after hours figuring out, you know, where different things are, you know, especially things used commonly like labs, past notes, and definitely utilize them and help out your residents and attendings. They'll appreciate any information that you put in there. So you know, there's a lot of technology in medicine these days, and you know, just got to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like ultimately, like, you know, the key to success in like internal medicine is as with all other rotations is just showing up eager to learn internal medicine. You're going to be provided with like a lot, a lot of different learning opportunities and you, you should just be taking advantage of all of them. Go in, organize, you know, have an idea of how you're going to review charts and it'll, your skills will develop over time. Like, you know, if it takes you like a, a long time the first day, then, you know, you'll slowly start to, as like your clinical skills improve, you kind of start picking up more on like, what's the key information about the patient, you know? You'll notice like you'll even like start like, you won't even have to like write down stuff as much. You might even start memorizing stuff more. You just become more familiar with your patient and your style. And then also go in with a, a, an approach to how you're gonna present, you know? Uh, Talk to the different residents, talk to the attendings, ask them, do they prefer a short form presentation? Do they want full? And kind of learn and adjust from there. And take advantage of all the different procedures and stuff you're going to be exposed to. So as long as you show up eager, ready to learn, you're going to have like a very vast experience in internal medicine with a lot to learn. 
Yeah, that's a that's definitely a great point. Where always uh, have your presentation in mind and always reach out to the residents or to the attending and ask how they prefer the presentation. Because every attending I've found in my experience is gonna wanna like hear about the patient slightly differently. And so there is like a general format that you follow, but some, some attendings for more detail, some prefer less, and that's gonna be very specific to who you're working with. So you wanna show up there when it's your turn to talk about the patient, you wanna give the best presentation possible. So make sure you talk to the residents ahead of time what information that particular attending is most want, like likely to hear, what they wanna know about in their presentation, and make sure to include that when you're talking about it. So that'll make you shine from day one. So on your first day, make sure what the, what the attending physicians you are that you're working with and how they want each patient presented. So lay that out right off the bat. All right, well, I think we just heard some really great points from Ben and Alex. So um, I'm gonna say, that concludes our episode for today. And this is, again, going to be a series on different specialties. So um, please look forward to our next specialty, which will be coming out soon. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day.